MSW Media. Thanks to our new sponsor, Maeve, for supporting the podcast. Dogs need unprocessed, high-protein, low-carb diets that kibble and fresh foods don't deliver. Make the switch to raw today. Right now, Maeve is offering $40 off your first order at meetmave.com slash dailybeans. And a big shout out today to Helix Sleep. Take their two-minute sleep quiz and they'll match it to a mattress that'll give you the best sleep of your life. Helix is offering 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for listeners. Just go to helixsleep.com slash dailybeans and use code HELIXPARTNER. Hello and welcome to the Daily Beans for Wednesday, May 10th, 2023. Today, the Department of Justice has filed federal charges against New York Rep. George Santos. A jury has found Trump liable for sexually assaulting and defaming E. Jean Carroll and has awarded her $5 million in damages. The Daily Beast uncovers financial ties between Marjorie Taylor Greene, Kanye West, and Milo Yiannopoulos, a 14th Amendment solution to the Republican-manufactured debt ceiling crisis, would have to overcome DOJ concerns, and Nazi paraphernalia collector and owner of Clarence Thomas, Harlan Crow, responds to the Senate Finance Committee. I'm Allison Gill. And I'm the elated Dana Goldberg. Yes, Dana! Go E. Jean. Go E. Jean. Go E. Jean. Go E. Jean. Yes, she is elated. I'll read her statement a little bit later in the show. But yeah, the jury came back in under three hours. We'll talk about all this uh, in, you know, in the hot notes. But I just wanted to get your top line thoughts before we went into the newsy part of it. Well, obviously amazing. And I feel like justice is served. I think you and I have the same concern. And I definitely do about this rape answer that there was no rape. And I'll just say this clearly, getting penetrated by anything against your will by definition is rape. So whether it was his fingers or his penis and the fact that she couldn't tell the difference has some comedy in it. However, comma, on a very serious note, being penetrated by someone's fingers against your will should be considered rape. So I don't really understand that. But other than that, I'm very happy for Ms. Carroll with this outcome. I think Justice has served. Robbie Kaplan did a phenomenal fucking job. And let's, uh, let's be honest, Donald Trump did basically handed the case directly to them when, with, the, with the, the Bush tape, with the um, grab him by the pussy tape. Yeah. Yeah. And the fact that he couldn't recognize his own wife versus Eugene Carroll in that photo. 100%. I mean, there was so many different things. Also wondering, hey, CNN, how you doing? (laughs) He's going to be so hopped up on Adderall. I would be shocked. (laughs) I'd be shocked if they actually go through with this. But are you going to still run your town hall? Um, I mean, I would give it up. I haven't heard any news about whether they're going to not go forward with it. But I mean, as they're announcing this verdict on CNN, and we'll get into the details in a minute, They've got the split screen of the Trump town hall, which is, uh, you know, it actually takes place uh, tonight, right? Wednesday night um, with Caitlin Collins. So, I, you know, I think that's a really bad idea. Uh, it's been a bad idea since before this verdict came down. But 
CNN, if you're listening. It's not a good look. It's not (laughs) a good look. I really think maybe you shouldn't uh, do this. Uh, So everybody call up CNN, tweet at him, tell him, tell him no, tell him you don't want to see this uh, town hall. And, and, And again, before this verdict came down, it, they shouldn't have been doing this uh, town hall. So anyway, also breaking news. And we don't have a story for this yet because we don't have any details. So we're just going to put it in the discussion notes here. Federal prosecutors have filed criminal charges against New York Rep. George Santos. So fabulous. That's the Republican lawmaker who's astonishing pattern of lies and fabrications stunned even hardened politicos. That's funny. Like we're we're used to like lies, but not like lies. Right. Oh, and this, according to three sources familiar with the matter, NBC's also confirmed this was CNN originally reporting this exclusive. Santos is expected to appear as soon as Wednesday for arraignment in the New York's Eastern District, where the charges have been filed under seal. The exact nature couldn't be learned immediately, but the FBI and the Justice Department public integrity prosecutors in New York and Washington have been examining allegations of false statements in Santos's campaign finance filings and other claims like, where'd you get all that cash? Where did it come from? Did it get Indeed. right infused into your business? Um, so I'm I'm assuming there's so and, you know, he reached out to that guy and asked for money. That's a that's defrauding donors. So I'm thinking wire fraud here. I'm thinking campaign finance violations. So we'll see, but we don't quite know. There could even be some tax fraud. I'm not sure, but that is an exceedingly quick turnaround time. Sure is. And I'll say for the GOP, you wanted to get a drag queen criminally charged. Congratulations. You did, and it's George Santos. (laughs) Yeah, that should be their headline, right? You know, drag queen charged, federally charged, while while kind of just skipping over the part that he's a Republican. (laughs) Yeah. Also, if you want to follow these kinds of indictments and get alerts for indictments, you can get do so at at indictments only on Twitter. This is my second tweet I got to make from the indictments only page. And trust me, there's going to be more, my friend. There's going to be more. It's going to be a hot girl summer, that's for sure. I'm real excited. All right, everybody, we have a lot of news to get to. Let's hit the hot notes. Hot notes. All right, this is a big story. A federal jury in New York found former President Trump liable for battery and defamation in a civil trial stemming from allegations he raped E. Jean Carroll in a department store in the mid-90s. She was awarded $5 million in total damages. The jury, made up of six men and three women, got the case earlier Tuesday and deliberated for less than three hours. I think that should say fewer than three, but that's fine. No problem, editors. The jury's decision had to be unanimous. In closing arguments, Carol's attorney, Roberta Kaplan, who is a genius, reminded the jury that for the battery charge, all you need is that it is more probable than not that Trump attacked Carol to find him liable, which is a much lower standard than beyond a reasonable doubt. That's the standard applied in criminal trials. So we don't say he's guilty here of sexual assault. We don't say he's guilty of defamation. We say he's been found liable for sexual assault and and defamation. After the verdict, Trump took to Truth Social and posted, I have absolutely no idea who this woman is. The verdict is a disgrace, a continuation of the greatest witch hunt of all time. Yeah, 76 different people are on the same witch hunt. It's really (laughs) weird. Before Judge Lewis Kaplan discharged the jurors, who remained anonymous throughout the trial, he thanked them and told them they are now free to speak publicly. However, he advised them against doing so. If they do, he barred them from identifying any of their peers on the panel. So basically, you can identify yourself, but I really, 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 really wouldn't do that if I were you. And you aren't allowed to reveal the identity of any of the other jurors. 
As the jurors exited one last time, it appeared none of them made eye contact with E. Jean Carroll on their way out. After the jurors had gone, Carroll's attorneys embraced her. Trump was not in the courtroom for a hug from Takapina, so (laughs) he just wasn't there. Uh, He wasn't there for any of the trial, as a matter of fact. (laughs) During the eight-day trial, attorneys for Carroll pressed a case to the jury, laying out how her allegation fit a pattern, or an M.O., a modus operandi, for Trump. In addition to witnesses who said Carol confided in them, the jury heard from two other women who described Trump suddenly turning casual confrontations into sexual misconduct. They also watched the Access Hollywood video clip in which Trump could be heard crudely describing grabbing women by the pussy. Ahead of the verdict on Tuesday morning, Trump posted on Truth Social that he was not allowed to speak, but he was also bullshit, by the way, posting on Truth Social, not allowed to speak or defend myself. That's wrong, too. Even as a hard-nosed reporter screamed questions about this case at me. Trump was permitted to testify in his own defense. He was actually given a few extra days, but he decided not to. I think that's reflected in the amount of the damages, by the way, that he wasn't there. You know, and Robbie Kaplan said... I would agree. He won't even look you in the eye and tell you that he didn't do it. And and these damages far exceed the damages experts testified to. E. Jean didn't ask for any specific amount of money here. She, She just wanted her name and her life back. And so the expert came in to say that this is worth about 200000 to $2.5 million. Well, she got $5 million. One possible reason the jury chose sexual battery over rape is that they came to a quote-unquote compromise about what actually happened. That's according to CBS legal analyst Ricky Kleiman. Kleiman said Carol was very emphatic about a finger. In many jurisdictions, quote, that kind of penetration of the vagina by a finger would also be considered rape, but perhaps this jury felt differently. There is no doubt that they saw and heard enough to say, well, perhaps it wasn't rape for all kinds of extraneous reasons, but nonetheless, they felt that on the one question down, they could find it as sexual assault. Keep in mind, the jury did not find that Trump did not rape Eugene. He's not innocent. Mm-hmm. What they found is that he's not liable for rape because it wasn't proven beyond a preponderance of the evidence. Here's a statement from E. Jean. I would like to express my deep and lasting gratitude to all those who stood by me from the start, especially my incredible and fearless legal team led by Robbie Kaplan, who never, ever backed down in pursuit of truth and justice. So good. Congratulations, our warrior, E. Jean Carroll. Thank you for your courage. On behalf of all of us, thank you for your courage. Yes. All right, AG, this is from Solenberger at the Daily Beast. And I really like where this story is going, by the way. Outright agitator, which is a gentle way of calling Milo Yiannopoulos a piece of shit, used the credit card from Marjorie Taylor Greene's campaign last November to purchase an internet domain for who? Kanye West. All right. Still, when he had still unannounced his 2024 presidential bid, and he was reimbursed for, quote, domain transfer by the West campaign the same day for about $3,000 above cost. Little finder's fee, if you will. That's like money laundering. <laughs> I know. Seriously. <laughs> According to receipts obtained by the Daily Beast and a person with knowledge of the events. Well, the receipts match Federal Election Commission's filings from both campaigns. Now, those filings show that on November 22nd, the Green campaign reported a $7,000 Expense to GoDaddy hosting service for domain registration and hosting. Well, that same day, the Kanye 2020 committee reported paying Yalanopoulos close to $10,000 for the domain transfer. Now, legal experts told the Daily Beast that the transactions raise a number of questions, including about possible theft and conversion of campaign funds to personal use. 
also against the law. And also, what the fuck are Marjorie Taylor Greene and Kanye West and Milo Yiannopoulos have? Where are they lunching and and, and scheming? That's yeah, no weird. kidding. Milo's been besties with Three Toes for a while from what I've seen now. Ah, okay. Yeah. According to the receipts, GoDaddy Bill Green senior advisor Isaiah Wartman for $7,020.16, the purchase of the, quote, Ye24.com, or I guess Ye24.com since it's Kanye. And that was on November 22nd. The person with direct knowledge of the event said that Yiannopoulos oversaw the transaction with the Green Campaign card, but the person did not know whether the Green Campaign was aware at the time of the expense. Oh, interesting. Stole the card out of Mama's purse. Oh, may have. Mm. The transactions occurred on the same day that West, known as Ye, Yay. Infamously dined at Mar-a-Lago with former President Donald Trump and white supremacist Nick Fuentes, who had been advising him throughout the rapper's highly publicized Hitler-loving meltdown last fall. That was the same day? uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Yiannopoulos, who has taken credit for arranging the Mar-a-Lago evening, by the way, told the Daily Beast that multiple media reports placing him at the dinner were inaccurate. (laughs) And that he did not personally attend. Well, Ye fired Yiannopoulos after the provocateur, oh, Jesus Christ, the wording, told NBC News he orchestrated the dinner with the notorious Fuentes, quote, to make Trump's life miserable. But the disgraced hip-hop mogul rehired him as political director last week. <laughs> yeah, that's from the Daily Beast. Well, the transactions are coming to light after Ye's latest treasurer, Patrick Crazen, resigned on Monday. I'm sure he was like, I don't want anything to fucking do with this. The second treasurer, by the way, to jump ship within the last six months, AG. Hmm. Yeah. A leaked internal email first reported by Politico shows Crazen expressing concern that Yiannopoulos had, quote, submitted falsified invoices for expenditures that would be deemed unlawful. Mm. Whoopsie. There seems like proof. All right. Treasurers uh, carry personal liability, by the way, for the accuracy and truthfulness of each report they submit to the government. That's under penalty of law. So Crazen declined to comment for this specific article. The Green campaign, of course, did not immediately reply to a request for comment. Now, Brandon Fisher, a campaign finance law specialist and deputy executive director of Watchdog Document, he told the Daily Beast that if Green campaign paid for Kanye's web domain, Quote, that's an excessive and unreported in-kind contribution to his campaign. Yep, so that's illegal if Green knew about it. Yep. Now, Fisher also noted that if Yiannopoulos charged the Green campaign's card without the campaign's knowledge, and this is another quote, then he may have committed a range of serious violations, including potentially causing Green's campaign to file false reports with the government. So he may have created a huge problem for Green's campaign, which is just music to my ears, but... Or himself. Yeah, all of this is is fishy. And it's weird, this little threesome you were talking about, but I love that this stuff's coming to light. I hope every one of these fuckers goes down. Yeah. And that and that it happened on the same day. That charge happened the same day as the meet the di- the dinner with Trump. That's interesting. Yeah. All right. Nazi paraphernalia collector and owner of Clarence Thomas, Harlan Crow, has responded to Senator Wyden and the Senate Finance Committee's request for his financial information related to the Supreme Court. And here is that letter from Harlan Crow to the Senate. Uh, yes, of course I'll come in. I've got nothing to hide. Transparency is awesome. No, I'm kidding. That's not what I'm like, really? Because, yeah, (laughs) here's what he actually said. We represent Harlan Crow in relation to your letter of April 24th, 2023, which will now be known as the letter. 
We recognize the Senate Finance Committee's important role in ensuring our tax system is fair and efficient for all Americans, and we appreciate the opportunity to engage with the committee. As an initial matter, though, we have serious concerns about the scope of and authority for this inquiry. As you're aware, the committee's powers to investigate are not unlimited. Indeed, the committee must have a legitimate legislative purpose for an inquiry, and the scope of the inquiry must be reasonable and reasonably related to that purpose. And they cite Trump v. Mazars. (laughs) Moreover, issues that implicate the separation of powers require a heightened showing. The committee's letter meets none of those standards here. The committee also lacks the authority to conduct a tax audit for the purpose of determining whether Justice Thomas complied with ethics standards the chairman believes should apply in this instance. We, of course, respect the authority of the Senate Finance Committee to consider and report tax-related legislation, but that is evidently not the goal of this attempt to tarnish the reputation of a sitting Supreme Court justice and his friend of many years, Mr. Crow. Indeed, the chairman's latest statement about this inquiry made on May 4th and available on the committee website speaks of ethics standards, which are not the province of the Senate Finance Committee and makes no mention of gift tax laws. Senate committees have no authority to investigate matters that do not fall within their specifically delineated jurisdiction. The committee's main target in this inquiry appears to be an associate justice of the Supreme Court, which raises substantial separation of powers concerns. No, it doesn't, because that's the fucking check on the Supreme Court. (laughs) Back to the letter. A substantial separation of powers concerns comparable to those at issue in Trump v. Mazars. No. Thus, any congressional inquiry requires a heightened showing of legitimate legislative purpose and authority and must be no broader than reasonably necessary to achieve legitimate legislative goals. Again, citing Mazars v. Trump. The committee cannot satisfy that heightened burden. Sure it can. It's called the checks and balances and we're investigating you. The letter also suggests that a certain real estate transaction may raise gift tax issues. Mr. Crow's purchase of property in Savannah, Georgia, through his LLC, complied with federal and state gift tax laws. Contrary to news reporting, as part of the overall transaction to purchase Justice Thomas's mom's house and two lots, Mr. Crow's LLC provided a lifetime occupancy agreement for his mother, who was 84 years old at the time of the sale. Mr. Crow bought the home immediately so that he could preserve it as a possible future museum of the home where Justice Thomas grew up. I don't know, man. That museum thing sounds like made up tax fraud bullshit to me. Like like (laughs) there's some sort of law that says, well, if you turn it into a museum, you don't have to charge rent for it to be a bribe or something. I'm not sure. I don't know, though. I'm going to have to go and find which law he's trying to skirt by saying he wants to make this place a museum but it sounds like a fucking scam. The Senate needs to subpoena him, which reminds me, by the way, Senator Dianne Feinstein. Yep. Her office has confirmed that she is returning to the Senate Tuesday evening after a prolonged absence as she recovered from shingles. So Senate Judiciary, not the Senate Finance, but Senate Judiciary, Dick Durbin, if you're listening, you can and should subpoena Clarence Thomas, Justice John Roberts, and and Harlan Crow. You're the Judiciary Committee. You have oversight. Yep, do it of the judiciary. That's like the whole fucking reason you're there. Yeah. And by the way, with Diane Feinstein going back, let's get some judges confirmed, please. Thank you so much. Yes, please. Yeah. And thank you. Yep. And this is from Ryan Riley at NBC more than a decade ago when the then president Barack Obama, okay, follow this, was weighing what to do as the U.S. neared the debt ceiling, a small but critical office within the Justice Department weighed in with some key legal advice at that time. 
The Justice Department's Office of Legal Counsel, otherwise known as the OLC, well, he's sometimes referred to as, quote, the president's law firm, advised Obama on whether the 14th Amendment gave the president permission to unilaterally raise the borrowing limit of the United States by passing the problem. Well, the amendment states that, and I quote, validity of public debt of the United States authorized by law, including debts incurred for payments of pensions and bounties for services in suppressing insurrection or rebellion shall not be questioned. Very specific. The office's opinions on the matter never became public, though. So the still secret views of an office that doles out legal advice to the executive branch may take on new relevance as President Joe Biden's administration faces another debt ceiling showdown. Now, responding to Freedom of Information Act, the FOIA, the requ- those requests in 2011 and again in 2013, OLC declined to make its written opinions on the 14th Amendment question public. In 2011, the office wrote that four relevant OLC documents were, and I quote, protected by the deliberative Deliberative process process. privilege, attorney, client, presidential comms. This is all the shit Barr used to try to keep his memo quiet. Yep. Uh Now, in 2013, OLC said there were five documents also protected by the deliberative process, attorney, client, and presidential communications privileges, and none were quote, appropriate for discretionary release. Now, a public list of OLC opinions includes a redacted entry from 2011 and a number of redacted entries from both 2012 and 13. Mm. A spokeswoman for OLC declined to comment on Tuesday. Ultimately, the Obama administration ruled the 14th Amendment out. Now, former White House spokesman Jay Carney in late 2012 said the administration does not believe that the 14th Amendment gives the president the power to ignore the debt ceiling, period. Now, Obama, in early 2013, took it off the table. Well, Biden, who was, of course, vice president during the previous debt ceiling showdowns, told MSNBC host Stephanie Rule last week that he had, quote, not gotten there yet on invoking the 14th Amendment. This week, an interview with ABC News, Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen said invoking the 14th Amendment could spark a constitutional crisis. Nah. <laughs> you like, agree with I Yellen. I buy that. Nope. And the fact that these OLC memoirs are protected by deliberative process, I think they are, and, and attorney-client as well. And, and that means that, that perhaps they can be changed without being released to the public. If, in fact, the OLC memo in 2011 back then and 2012 subsequent OLC memos advised Obama saying it's not legal to use the 14th Amendment. I disagree. And I'm with Lawrence Tribe on this. All right. Everybody, stick around. We have a lot of good news. If you have any good news to send to us, you can do it by going to dailybeanspod.com and click on contact. And we're going to get to the good news right after this break. Stick around. After these messages, we'll be right back. Once upon a slumber, I discovered Helix Mattresses, my sleep savior. My dreams now waltz on clouds, wrapped in its supportive embrace. Customizable comfort? Check. I hear midnight whispers of sweet dreams as we dance into peaceful nights. Helix, you've spun a bedtime fairy tale I adore. Just go to helixsleep.com slash dailybeans. Take their two-minute sleep quiz. They'll match you to a customized mattress that'll give you the best sleep of your life, and you'll get 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows. Embark on a sleep odyssey with Helix's 20 distinct mattresses, including the award-winning Lux Collection, their freshly unveiled Elite Collection, which is amazing. Specialized options for big and tall sleepers, even Slumber Wonderland for kids. How to find your dreamy match? Take the Swift Helix Sleep Quiz. In under two minutes, you'll be paired with the ideal mattress, shipped free to your doorstep. 
Helix understands the importance of a home test run for your new mattress. They offer a generous 100-night in-home trial and a 10- or 15-year warranty. With a diverse range of models catering to unique sleep positions and preferences, there's a Helix mattress for everyone. My quiz results led me to the Helix Midnight, a medium firm heaven for side sleepers like myself. It's been amazing. It has really transformed my sleep. Delivery was a breeze, and I started dozing off in no time, cradled in comfort. So why wait? Take the quiz, order your match, and welcome to Helix Mattress. Helix is offering 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash dailybeans and use code HELIXPARTNER. This is their best offer yet and won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. And as a proud dog parent, I've always been on the lookout for the best nutrition for my beloved Olive. After learning about the drawbacks of processed foods, ugh, I switched her diet to Maeve raw food for dogs, and the difference has been amazing. It's phenomenal. Maeve's commitment to using human-grade natural ingredients and their expertise in crafting high-protein, low-carb, raw food diets has been a game-changer for Olive. When I first came across Maeve, I was eager to see if it could address some of Olive's challenges. She's always been a very picky eater. We've struggled with issues like bad breath and shedding. And to my delight, Maeve not only helped Olive get excited about eating again, she loves it so much, she gobbles it up, but helped freshen up her breath and stop shedding so much. I love how Maeve is dedicated to educating pet parents on the benefits of raw food diets, all while making sure that feeding your dog is simple and hassle-free. Those are the reasons both Olive and I love Maeve. And you can get $40 off your first order at meetmave, M-E-E-T-M-A-E-V dot com slash dailybeans. Your dog deserves the best, which is why Maeve's protein-rich raw food is designed to provide optimal nutrition that kibble and fresh foods simply can't. With seven essential health benefits, including helping with gut health, immune function, oral hygiene, skin and coat health, hips and joints, mental health and anxiety, plus growth and early development, Maeve delivers results you can see, smell, and feel. Things like better breath, reduction in itching, shedding, and maintaining a healthy weight, usually within 28 days or less. So make the switch to raw today. Right now, Maeve is offering $40 off your first order at meetmave.com slash dailybeans. Go to meetmave.com slash dailybeans, M-E-E-T-M-A-E-V, to receive $40 off your first order. Everybody, welcome back. It's time for the good news. Who likes good news, everyone? Then good news, everyone. Good news, good news. And if you have any good news, confessions, corrections, if you want to play what the mutt, I'll give a shout out to somebody you love, a shout out to a small business in your area. If you're a maker or a creator or something you want to share your small business, we would love to hear about it. Uh, and maybe if you want to give a shout out to an adoptable pet in your area, we can do that too. If you don't have any pod pet tax to give us, and we would love to see photos of your pets, especially in costumes and then babies for Dana and Frog Orgies for Yes, me. please. Okay. With all that out of the way, you can send it to dailybeanspod.com and click on contact. First up, from Mo in Miami, quick correction. Queens of all beans, you are the coffee in my mornings and I love you. Aw. Acronyms can be said like a word. FUBAR, SNAFU, AWOL. And others like RWDS on the shooter in Texas are abbreviations. Just thought I should share this factoid with my queens. Oh, okay. It's not an acronym. It's a, a are abbreviations. Okay. Got it. Just thought I should share this factoid with my queens. I'm also glad everyone had a good vacation time. It's marvelous to have you in my ears again. Thank you, Mo. Thank you for that correction. I really do appreciate it. What do we got next? I do as well. This is from Cheryl O, pronouns she and her. I missed you last week. Shout out to my sister, Donna, who turned me on to the Daily Beans. Donna. 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 I think your program helps keep her sane in her Alabama community. 
Now, I have a They Might Be Giant story. In the late 80s, my husband and I and our two early teen sons took a road trip from Virginia to my mom's place in Mobile. The boys listened to Cowtown, Particle Man, love Particle Man, and more the whole way until we were all singing along. With her great sense of humor, mom later made this flag for our house. She loved to make flags as gifts. We still hang it on our front door. I don't know what the neighbors think of it. It just makes me smile. Also, here's a pic of our new grand doggy, Mars. Thank you for all you do. I'm going down to Cowtown. A cow's a friend to me. Uh, look at Mars. the ocean. That's where I will be. Look at this perfect dog. The waves, the good, the puppy. Oh, it's beautiful. <gasps> Mars is beautiful. Old eyes, like old, like the like this dog knows shit. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. What a baby. So beautiful. Thank you for that. Uh, next up from Irish Goddess, pronouns she and her. Hello, queens of the beans. I wanted to give you an update on my trans daughter's transition to her real self, as well as a new segment called "It's Not Fair," where your listeners. Whinge about silly things, whinge about silly things that no one can really control. This weekend, my hairstylist texted me and asked if Jane would be willing to be a model for some student beauticians for practicing on hair color. They needed someone with dark hair who had never had their hair colored before. I asked Janie. She said, sure. Yesterday, three hours of her sitting in the chair and trying to read Dune Heretics on her phone, she came out of the salon looking all kinds of beautiful. What makes me and frankly all my friends say it's not fair is because her hair is gorgeous because her hair has perfect natural wave. Her new cut allows her to just wash, towel dry and walk off looking fabulous. While I've spent, I have no idea how much money on how many Saturdays sitting in the beautician's chair trying to get my frizzy curls under control. I don't know where she gets this great hair from, but it's certainly not me. Here are the before and after pics of Jane and a picture of my happy place where I like to ride my bike and read cheesy romance. Thanks for all you do. Peace. Oh, my goodness. Oh, that, that haircut <sighs> looks amazeballs. That is friggin' beautiful. I love the frames also. Oh, yeah. I have to tell you. And yes, I also have the hair jealousy here. Oh, that's a oh. good haircut. Isn't it awesome? Love it. Layers. Love it. The way they work with the waves. That happy place is beautiful. Mm -hmm. Okay, here we go. This is from Nell. Pronouns she and her. Ladies of the morning, parentheses, coffee beans. I just want to say thank you for your Monday special episode on how the DOJ is recommending the Proud Boys gang get sentenced. Where else can you find such coherent details about something so confusing that the media drops it all together? Yeah. Well, for pet tax, we have Lena. She's long damage rescue and I'm her emotional support animal. Hmm. Always drawn to rectangles and squares. I didn't bother with the tape on the floor. She's overly fond of table placemats and generally is found in the very center diamond on the rug. Yep. But the other day I put a pillow cover on the bed to measure it for a zipper and she found it. When I asked her to move, she gave me the stink eye and napped there for most of the afternoon. Thanks. <laughs> I love you ladies like sisters. Ah, Thank you so much for that little gentle correction. First of all, I love your cats. They're amazing. Uh, but it is the Oath Keepers sentencing recommendations, not the Proud Boys. But thank you so much for the kind words. Uh, it, it was a lot of work to put together that episode and, and make that 183-page pile of legalese sort of come to life and make sense. So I really appreciate that you appreciated it. Next up from Anonymous, pronouns she and her. First off, your portmanteau game is effing enviable. What the heckwine? Holy crow. As a person that speaks fluent equinese, I'm going to use that. 
Shout out to listener John G for coming up with What the Heckwine. Second, I had a SADS when I couldn't bop down to see you at the meetup in D.C. last week. I had a mammogram in the a.m. and couldn't swing it. Everybody check your tits and get them squished, as advised, (laughs) BT dubs. I like the way Anonymous writes. Me too. I really want to tell you the story in person of how I microdosed on mushrooms and pegged a registered Republican with a rather small black dildo. He's a beginner. Stop (laughs) it. Oh my God, anonymous. Let's get drinks. I'll let you know when I'm at DC next. <laughs> I just got right into it, didn't I? I want to hear this fucking story. Yeah, okay, keep going. My husband and I almost passed based on their political affiliation, but I'm glad I didn't. This guy followed it up with, but I think I agree more with the Democratic Party now. Given his kinks, I don't think he feels welcome in the GOP there at all. After the past couple of months, he has shown me that not walking away from the table was a good choice. I think what we do is therapeutic for him. I know it sure as fuck is for me, and I never realized it would be. Do you remember that Peaches song, Fuck the Pain Away? Okay. Oh my God, this, this submission's fantastic. <laughs> this is, we're like, bam, chicka, bam, bam. I know, I'm like, write a book. Because the hubs, an officer and a gentleman, and what I call our third, can work remotely, and I'm off Mondays, Wednesdays, we have a happy Mondays and hump day. Daytime is when the kids are at school. He has kids too. There's something so subversive, yet so mundane about it. We told our oldest that our therapist visits us to explain this random guy that comes over weekly. Anywho, hope you come down for a meetup. Stay frosty, y'all. I would share a pic of my horse and other pets, but I think this one is safer. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. Anonymous, whoever you are, thank you for this gift, by the way. Yeah, remember when the Republicans made such a big deal um, from, oh God, I just, you're going to know that the song that was on the awards that was Satan and... Uh, Sam oh. Smith. Sam Smith. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, that's what that, that song is about. It's about all these straight guys that are married. And I'm not saying this guy is, but like doing the stuff on the DL and just, you know, being like, oh, this is their kink. They're just getting caught. I love this submission. Mm-hmm. Yep. Consenting adults, mofos. That's what Indeed. And I wish that people could be more free about this shit. You know what I mean? I think there'd be a lot less homophobia in the world. There'd be a lot less hypocrites trying to pass legislation if all of these guys were allowed to get their kink on and it wasn't being judged by society. So anonymous, good for you. Yeah. And it's weird that the party that mostly shames it is the one that participates in it quite a bit. Yeah. I also like that it was her that pegged him, by the way, because this anonymous (laughs) pronouns are she and her. Mm-hmm. And I think I just said, uh, wherever this guy is, and I'm, now I'm realizing that I was misgendering because I didn't see the top of that. That makes the story, I don't know, even better, <laughs> even better for me. <laughs> uh, there should be a whole new site. There's probably is a site where you where Republicans can get pegged by Dems. I mean, it's just it's got to be out there somewhere. So um, good. So, so good. Anyway, thanks for that. And uh, we appreciate all of your good news submissions. If you have any, you can please send them to us at dailybeanspod.com. I feel like I feel like we've just opened up a door for people like new kinds of submissions. <laughs> oh, my God, please. And keep if you want to keep them anonymous, fine. But I would love to hear some of these stories. Today on Beans Hub, we're mm-hmm. going to talk about Seriously? <laughs> All right, everybody, you can send in your good news to dailybeanspod.com and click on contact. Dean, did you have any final thoughts before? What kind of good news could we fucking have tomorrow? My God. All I can see is like a tagline being like, spread your legumes because his legs, like, I just, I can't. (laughs) There's so much going through my head right now. Anyway, I love you all. No final thoughts. I'm hoping for more indictments uh, in the coming weeks for really anyone that's doing bad shit in the world. 
Mm, me too. Check out at indictments only on Twitter. Yes. <laughs> Everybody, thank you so much. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Until then, please take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. Take care of the planet. Take care of your mental health. Vote blue over Q. And please take everyone with you. I've been AG. And I've been DG. And I'm Sabine's. The Daily Beans is written and executive produced by Allison Gill with additional research and reporting by Dana Goldberg and Amy Carrero. Sound design and editing is by Desiree McFarlane with art and web design by Joel Reeder with Moxie Design Studios. Music for The Daily Beans is written and performed by They Might Be Giants and the show is a proud member of the MSW Media Network, a collection of creator-owned podcasts dedicated to news, politics, and justice. For more information, please visit mswmedia.com. MSW Media. Hi, this is John Cryer, and I am hosting a new seven-part true crime podcast called Lawyers, Guns, and Money that'll challenge everything you think you know about U.S. covert operations and presidential misconduct. From Jack Bryan, the director of American PSYOP, comes the incredible true story of John Mattis, a newly sworn-in Miami public defender in the 1980s who has found himself completely in over his head. I step off the plane, and there is a van with a couple guys with Uzis. And one of them in broken English said, welcome to Bogota, John. Mattis's first felony defendant has been arrested for having a machine gun and tells Mattis a dangerous secret. He was shipping arms into Central America on behalf of the CIA. As a first-time lawyer, I want to act like I know what I'm doing. But with the help of a Colombian drug smuggler, how much money the CIA raised by hitting up drug dealers? A lot of money, millions of dollars. An Alabama mercenary. They were prepared to die to the last man. I saw this in them. I saw the fire in their eyes. And they made me their war chief. And a newly elected senator, John Kerry. We are looking at allegations of drug running, gun smuggling, conspiracy to commit murder and murder itself. He'll fight to free his client. The judge said, Show me, in a courtroom, how we were at war. Expose an illegal war being run by the White House. I mean, I wanted him involved, but I didn't want to be on record as doing it. And somehow stay alive in the process. I just escaped a kidnapping by the CIA in Costa Rica. This is Lawyers, Guns, and Money. So you have a man in Armani suit standing in the bow of a boat with a rocket launcher and says, if I lose sight of you, I will launch. You will be vaporized. Available everywhere starting October 29th or get it ad free and early starting October 22nd at lawyersgunsandmoney.supercast.com. There you'll find bonus episodes along with exclusive content. Subscribe now.